0: Good morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to MJ in Chicago and to my big sis, Patty. She supports this podcast. She listens. She encourages me. She compliments me. She contributes financially. She's a great sister. And I'm going to share some Pattyisms because I know she gets so excited behind the scenes. And she is very, very much a part of this podcast because she's very, very much a part of my heart. Here's some Pattyisms God did not promise us it would be an easy journey. But he did promise us, if we would just keep the faith, there would be rewards. I'm walking in Jesus. I'm walking in Jesus. I'm walking in Jesus. Glory be his name. When you have witnessed a miracle, you have indeed seen his face. Glory to God. If I didn't have Jesus helping me, I would never be able to do it. If you want anything, just pray for it. He does answer prayer. Never stop praying, He answers in His way. Dear sweet Jesus, I want to spend the rest of my life showing you gratitude for showing me love in a multitude of ways which have literally changed my life and given me the opportunity to one day meet you face to face. Glory! To enter the empowerment stage, we must finally use what God has given us. We must keep the past in the past, We must show gratitude for reaching the finish line. We must pass on to others his goodness. We will go into glory in eternity. Amen. Thank you, Patty. Good morning, listeners. Today will never come again. Tell someone how special they are. Do something that encourages a smile and a brighter day. By doing so, you will not only help those around you, you will help yourself too. Because when you seek to inspire happiness in all people, you will not only find it, you will become it. Today, I pray for you. Amen. Enjoy the fruit of the Spirit today. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Amen. Today I pray for you, a heart free of sadness, a mind free of worries, a life full of gladness, a body free of illness, and a day full of God's blessings. Amen. We are all blessed again today with the gift of life. Thank God and let's make something good today. Help others who need it. Think of others who are less fortunate. One small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And may God be with you this whole year and fill your life with comfort, love, and cheer. May this day and the days ahead hold many blessings for you and yours. Amen. May your finances multiply. May your health improve. May your friends be blessed. May your family be loved. May your worries disappear. May God bless you all. The act of kindness is the gift from the heart. It is the gift of love and it creates memories for a lifetime. Grace is when God gives us good things that we don't deserve. Mercy is when he spares us from bad things we deserve. Blessings are when he is generous with both. Our God is good all the time. Amen. Stay right there. Don't move. We're going to hear from hope for each day. And there's a lot to say. And now hope for each day. Matthew 5, three, blessed are the poor in spirit. At first, these words of Jesus sound like a contradiction. What did he mean by being poor in spirit? And how could it lead to a blessing? If we are to be poor in spirit, we must be aware of our spiritual poverty. No one is more pathetic than the person who is in great need and is not aware of it. Only God can satisfy our soul's emptiness, its deepest longings, desires, and appetites. But not everyone recognizes the truth and turns to Him. The soul requires as much attention as the body, it demands fellowship and communion with God. It demands worship, quietness, and meditation. Unless the soul is fed and exercised daily, it becomes weak and shriveled. Wise, then, is the person who openly confesses their lack of spiritual wealth and in humility cries out, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. In God's economy, Spiritual emptiness comes before filling and spiritual poverty before riches. Happiness, Jesus said, comes from admitting our spiritual poverty and then asking him to come into our lives. Have you done this, listener? Have you asked God to really come into your life if not please do so now and i'll give you a minute galatians 3:26 you are all children of god through faith in christ jesus Being poor in spirit means being aware of our spiritual poverty. Being poor in spirit also means being conscious of our constant dependence on God. Children depend on their parents for protection and care. And because of that relationship, children are not poor. But if it weren't for their relationship with their parents, they would be helpless and poor indeed. Dependent children spend little time worrying about meals, clothing, and shelter. They assume, and they have a right to, that all will be provided by their parents. When we come to Christ, we become children of God, and we can trust our Heavenly Father to provide for us. Jesus said, What man is there among you? who if his son asked for bread, would give him a stone. How much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? We must admit we are poor before we can be made rich. We must admit we are destitute before we can become children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. C.H. Spurgeon said, The first link between my soul and Christ is not my riches, but my need. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. And now let's talk about the mind of Christ. Philippians 2.5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus had the most all-encompassing mind this world has ever seen. His convictions were so strong, so unanswering, that he was not afraid to mingle with any group, secure in the knowledge that he would not be contaminated or swayed, Fear makes us unwilling to give voice to our convictions or to listen to those of others. Fear of rejection, fear our beliefs will be attacked, fear our faith might be shaken. But if that's the case, perhaps we need to examine just how deep our convictions really are. Jesus had no such fear no need to fence himself off from others for his own protection. He knew the difference between graciousness and compromise and we would do well to follow his example. Jesus alone is the way, the truth and the life. Never lose your confidence in the truth of the gospel. And like Jesus, you may you always be speaking in truth and in love. Amen. Our God is a mighty fortress. Psalm 91 2. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. A refuge is a place safely out of harm's way. A fortress is a fortified building that is virtually impenetrable by conventional means. Martin Luther wrote a wonderful hymn that says, "'A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amidst the flood of mortal ills prevailing.'" What a statement about the magnificent power and protection of God. God does care for you and me. We can turn to him in trust and faith when troubles and temptations threaten to overwhelm us. Yes, a thousand times. What greater proof do we need that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die in our place? deliver us from evil. Amen. So happy you came to pray with us. Stay right there. We'll be right back with Commanding Your Morning. Stay right there. Charge the atmosphere with praise. 2 Chronicles 20 22. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Rather than being afraid, Jehoshaphat got God's plan and put it into action. He took God at his word that the battle was his. Then they celebrated God's salvation before they even saw it. They filled their atmosphere with praise and worship, charging the air with God's power and provision. And by the time they saw their enemies, their enemies were already defeated. I declare that I am already victorious in you. Sin has no dominion over me. My past has no dominion over me. I am more than a conqueror through you. Nothing can separate me from your love. If you are for me, nothing and no one can be against me. The enemy will not triumph over me. Your plans and purposes will prevail in Jesus' name. Amen. It says here, the promises of God are dependable. Let's hear some of them. Ephesians 4:32. Be kind to one another, forgiving one another. Forgiving is a minor miracle, a bloodless surgery we perform on our spirits. It goes like this, though not necessarily in this order. Number one, we begin to see the offender as a blemished person, not all that much different from ourselves. Two, we surrender our precious right to get even and choose to live with the scales unbalanced. Three, we gradually, oh so gradually, find the will, to wish him well. Once began, and remember that it is almost always a process, sometimes a lifelong journey, we have hope again. People who discover the grace to forgive almost always discover the grace of hope besides. Amen. Carlos, I just want you to know I am not a hypocrite. I am sincerely working on forgiveness of you-know-who. But most importantly, I know that God is protecting my baby, so I really don't have anything to worry about. Amen. Christ died for our sins once and for all. The righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. And that's 1 Peter 3, 18. The path of righteousness is a narrow winding trail up a steep hill. At the top of the hill is a cross. At the base of the cross are bags. Countless bags full of innumerable sins. Calvary is the compost pile of guilt. Leave your guilt there as well. Amen. Romans 6.23 The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The cross, sin's masterpiece of shame and hate, became God's masterpiece of mercy and forgiveness. Through the death of Christ upon the sin, upon the cross, sin itself was crucified for those who believe in him. Sin was conquered on the cross. His death is the foundation of our hope, the promise of our triumph. Amen. Psalm 40. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. When the Israelites left Egypt, they headed across the Red Sea to Mount Sinai. From there, it was only about a two-week journey into the promised land. Fourteen days turned into forty years. A blind camel would have found its way sooner than that. God designed a supernaturally long trail in order to deal with what was in their hearts. Amen. Psalm 89, 11. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. You have a mighty arm strong is your hand as you and i see the winter snow gives way to spring flowers and the summer's heat gives way to autumn's briskness we are reminded that in back of the changes is the god who never changes the sun that always rises every morning and always sets every evening the stars that always come out in the night sky and the moon that always goes through its monthly phases all reveal the glory of God and God who is good. Amen. Proverbs 3.5 Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Whatever life gives us opportunity to do, let us do it well. Let us do it to the best of our ability, then leave the results with Christ. It is not for us to decide or to determine what the net results of our living will be. It is God who keeps the eternal accounts, only He can ascertain what is the consequence of his economy amen and the last promise first john 4 there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear The unconditional love we so desperately need if we are to become authentic comes only from God. Interestingly enough, it is when we let God love us unconditionally at a deep level that we tend to become the person that he really wants us to be. It is only when we feel free or when we feel his his total love for us that we are free to be genuine in all our relations with others. I'm gonna repeat that. It is only when we feel his total love for us that we are free to be genuine in all of our relations with others. This genuineness, I feel confident, is exactly what pleases him most. The unconditional love we so desperately need, if we are to become authentic, comes only from God. Amen. Stay right there, more to come. Let's read prayers from the wilderness to take us out today. This is a meditation of grace praise. So please close your eyes and bow your head. If you're not driving. (laughs) Dear Lord, my prayer today is one of praise for your grace. I praise you for grace covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for the ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace and not my voice of self-will. I praise you for your saving grace, which protected me from my youthful foolishness to bring me into a life of divine purpose. And I praise you for the wisdom to know it was your grace that pursued me, and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. Father, I praise you for the power of grace. When mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit, grace speaks and tells me who you created me to be. When the adversary creates battle in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace, hope, and joy. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me that you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. Father. As I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, I can see the story of grace written on every page. I can see the places where the adversary was attempting to lead me and the traps that were set. My downfall was scheduled and manipulated by him, but your grace stepped in and prevented the assault. I glorify you for teaching me, Father. Your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace. Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. It cannot be repaid. You bless me, you protect me, and you lead me with your grace. And for that, I give you honor. I give you praise. I give you glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Psalm eighty four eleven. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Amen. Listeners, we are going to walk up rightly today. Steve thanked me for the message on tithing. Okay. I hope it doesn't hurt, but I want you to know Tithing is key to total salvation. Everything we make comes from God. Everything we make belongs to God. All God is asking is for one tenth of our increase to be given back to the church to the poor to the needy and if everyone in the world were to give one tenth we might not have as much suffering as we have but keep your eyes on your own plate and give as you feel in your heart to give but know that any prodding to give is coming from God. Please don't ignore it. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.